Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. It has been a ridiculously long time since we have seen you guys. Muhammad, Braden, you guys haven't seen each other in how long? Probably like it's six it's been six months since it's, the since the last farewell episode for Braden. Yeah, it, like honest. the last episode, right? Like it was right around New Year's. It was right right yeah. before New Year's. We recorded. No, no, no. It was after New Year's because we recorded like the day before I left or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had gotten sick or something. Yeah, yeah, so it was January mm-hmm. and yeah. now it's the end of June and that's just insane. It's funny because the last episode was an explanation as to why we stopped recording for a month. And so this <laughs> is going to be an explanation for why we stopped recording for five months. Yep. Well, I mean, in all fairness, 2020 has been crazy for everyone. I mean, we've had a Facts. ton of shit going on, but... To be honest with you guys, we are going to do our very best to not down y'all's days as much as everything else is. So we're not going to talk about all the bad shit in the world, but we're going to talk about why we disappeared. So we'll start with Braden. You went to Florida in January. I went to Florida in January. Oh, little it was it was absolutely amazing. Like I I listened to the episode before I left, kind of recently, and just like heard all the things I was saying, like what I was going to expect from everything, and now I have some answers to it. I didn't hate my roommates. I absolutely loved my roommates. One of them was from Houston, Texas. So, like, we had something to, to – he actually went to school at DBU in Dallas. So, so just to refresh everybody else. What were you in Florida with? Oh, man? okay. Just to make so, – it has been six months. So a refresher. So, I went to Florida for a culinary internship with, at Disney World. I worked at the Contemporary Resort, which is pretty much right next to Magic Kingdom. Um, I worked at this restaurant called Chef Mickey's as a cook there. It's a uh, – buffet style dining lots of food every day we would have on like weekends we would have over 1,000 reservations uh like per like breakfast would have over a thousand so like breakfast and brunch reservations yeah yeah yeah. so that number just hit my brain so that's a thousand parties that's like so that's a thousand times like three to four per party on average in one day and that's in no that's in one shift so like the (laughs) breakfast and brunch shift would be a thousand and then dinner would be another thousand we chef mickey's is one of the highest grossing restaurants in the entire world because we had that many reservations every day and we're charging 50 dollars a head for breakfast and brunch and 60 dollars a head for dinner so it's absolutely insane and our food costs are so unbelievably low and i don't know if i could get in trouble for like voicing these things but i don't really care I mean, it's it's public information anyway, but I mean it was the cool it was the coolest place. I love the people I worked with, uh, meeting all sorts of different kinds of people. So like living where we are, it's a pretty diverse place. But going to Orlando, Florida, it's like a whole other level. Oh I, yeah, like, I f- uh, people all around the world go there. Man. Yeah, I met Haitians for the first time. So like when when Haiti had their big stuff going on, a lot of them moved to Florida, and a lot of them still work for Disney World today, and they're awesome people yeah like some of the nicest people you ever meet in the world like super amazing mm-hmm. and I, I learned a little bit of creole that's the language yeah. they speak and uh, just really cool people they a lot of them work in the kitchens and other stuff at the resorts and lots of puerto ricans and venezuelans and everybody it's so incredible like just working for a company like that well you're like basically a, you're the peninsula stabbed in the caribbean so yeah you know, you've right. got a whole <laughs> melting pot of all the island, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the Car- the Caribbean uh, area, yeah. area, anywhere close to Florida, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but 
with going down to Florida in such a I don't know what to call this time, but in such a weird time, what did you what did you take back from everything going down there? Like out of how did how how did they handle the whole COVID situation when everything started one? Like how did Disney respond? Oh, I'd say they handled it really well. So like starting out just like anybody else, there there wasn't much knowingly that we could do like when nobody was able to like force the wearing of masks at this Mm -hmm. time when before everything starts shutting down so we're just kind of trying to manage it make sure people aren't sick coming into the parks Mm -hmm. uh keeping hand sanitizer stations all over the place and just kind of monitoring it it's more of a monitoring monitoring time and not really a controlling time Mm -hmm. uh before everything shut down and then the next thing you knew it we're getting an email saying all seven thousand of us college program students are being sent home so how did you handle that information? Getting, I mean, because I mean, realistically, you're you're two months into living a what is virtually a brand new life. You've got a whole new set of friends, a new lifestyle, and then pretty abruptly, you're told that that's going to end. So how how did that work? And I mean, how, so how was that changed? So kind of like it didn't really hit me right away when I first left to Florida, because that being my first time, like being away from home for a long period of time and literally moving away, um, it didn't really hit me until I'm there. So mm. it, that kind of thing didn't really hit me until I got home. So when I first found out, I was just kind of laughing all day. I was like, man, I'm about, I'm about to get paid for a whole month. I'm going to go home see my family I, that I missed a lot. Um, kind of towards the end, I was kind of realizing, yeah, like cooking isn't really what I want to do. Like I don't want to be stuck in a kitchen for the rest of my life. So, I mean, and that was one of the things I wanted to find out when I was moving away to Florida to do what I did to find out whether it's kind of what I wanted to do or not. Mm-hmm. And so I, I found that out and I, I don't want to be a cook. I want, I want that to be a hobby um, because like working in a kitchen, cooking like that, it kind of takes the joy out of it rather than being able to just cook at home for your family and friends and really enjoy it and like just eat with them and see how your food makes them feel rather than being in the back of a kitchen, not really knowing what your customers think of your food yeah, yeah i mean heard. at that point you're almost like an assembly line too aren't you like, yeah it, it, isn't that correct like when you were cooking it was like station like one person did dessert one person did this part yeah, of the breakfast and, and so on that's that's what you'll find in every kitchen too mm-hmm. and i i would rotate stations every day but like that shift you're on the same station for the entire so, shift yeah for the entire mm-hmm. shift okay. and it's an eight it's an eight hour shift eight so nine hour shift eight hours of making eggs or something on, yeah, yeah. In, in the okay. morning which thankfully once i got out of training i was put on the dinner shift so dinner shift, I was put on the saute station a lot, and saute station is where the most of the cooking was done. It's a hard so, thing to say, saute station. Say that five times after. Saute right now. station, saute station, saute station, saute station. Ah. Oh, there we go. I was close. I was I, pretty. I, okay. I was pretty worried. I was, was going like, to be like, oh. he's keeping up. With thank that. you, thank you. But yeah, like that. That was actually a fun station because like it was active. You're constantly cooking something, um, and I usually got put on with somebody that was also good at cooking. So it <laughs> was that's convenient yeah, you know, in terms yeah. of teamwork. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was fun. It was fun being on that station. I, I worked hard. And then my other favorite station was the carving station. So on the buffet line, we've got uh, turkey and prime rib every night at dinner. And we carve it for every person that comes up mm. wanting e- either cuts of those meat. So being able to like talk to the customers and yeah. see, see how their uh, visit at Disney World is going, mm-hmm. what they've been up to and just like kind of kind of conversating with them for, with a little bit. Um, that that's kind of where I enjoyed it the most because that's that's kind of where I found I don't want to be stuck in a kitchen because I like talking to people too much. So the more front of the house of the restaurant serving hospitality managing, uh, that's definitely where I want to be interacting with the customers, making sure they are well taken care of. Okay, so how was your uh, roommate life and apartment life and all that? Like, did you 
you have a good time down there in Florida? Apartment life was great. So I explained on the last episode that I was on that going there, I didn't really know how many roommates I was going to have, uh, what my apartment situation was going to be like. So I got put in a three-bedroom apartment where there was supposed to be two people in each bedroom. So I had the possibility mm-hmm. of having five different roommates. And I got there, and one of my roommates had a respiratory condition where he had to have a CPAP machine to sleep with. So he got a room to himself. So there's one roommate come, cut off. So now I will have a max of four other roommates. And I get there. Um, me and my roommate Tom moved in on the same day. And there was actually a Brazilian uh, international student working for Disney, living in the apartment at the time. But he was going to move out in two weeks. So I got to like I got to meet him a little bit and hang out with him a little bit. But we because of work schedules, we honestly didn't see each other much. But that was really cool. Like one of the questions that we had, maybe I get stuck with an international student in my room. I did. Uh, he was Brazilian citizen. He was very cool. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. And uh, taught me a little bit about the program. Yeah. But sadly, he had to move away after two weeks. Was so he I, there like longer than you? Uh, no, he actually came in December. And so the international programs, depending on where you're from or what you're doing, it doesn't last as long oh, okay. as the regular ones. Um, just because of like, at, like literal laws keeping you from staying <laughs> yeah. for a certain amount of time. Yeah, visas and all that. Yeah, stuff exactly. Mm-hmm. So he, he was only there for like a month and a half total or something like that. Um, so he left, and then we got our new roommate, Corey, who's from Houston, went to DBU here in Dallas. And he was an awesome guy. And initially, he moved in before the Brazilian, his name was Mateus, uh, moved out. So he moved in with me in my room, and then Mateus moved out, Corey moved into his room. And now we have three guys in a three-bedroom apartment. We all have our own room. We're expecting new roommates. New roommates never come. <laughs> so for like two months, we just all have our rooms to ourselves completely unexpected. And it was a godsend. Because Did you have to share a bathroom? No, no, no. We, we each had our own bathroom, oh, own okay. bedroom. That, it was absolutely that's beautiful. Awesome. And you are probably not going to meet another college, another college program from Disney who had that situation. I don't know how I got so lucky with that, but I did. And then we ended up getting two new roommates to fill up the entire apartment right when we were getting sent home so they moved in oh wow like five days before we got the announcement Mm -hmm. that everybody was getting sent home so they just kind of left early like their parents dropped them off and picked them up like five days later so really unfortunate for them uh the roommate that moved in with me i forgot his name well, that's a good but, start. That's good. yeah. I, I, you I had to have been the best of friends if you can't remember your roommates. I name. remember he was cool. He was from Atlanta. He makes music. He's on SoundCloud. I'll give you a shout out. He makes music and he's from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the first time that's happened. But uh, he was a hospitality major like me, so it was cool. We had that in common, and but I I only got to know him for about a week, so that was kind of unfortunate. It just yeah. I mean coronavirus just sucks. I know we didn't want to bring that up, but well, no, and that, I that's mean, why I didn't want to like I didn't want to hover on the whole thing for too long. But it isn't an, as unfortunate as it is for all of us. COVID did play a bit of a role into why we haven't been around yeah. for so long. Yeah. So that must have been awesome though, like being in an environment with so many people with just similar interests as you, and just you know that was having my yeah. same kind of goals at that time obviously it's changed for you but just in that moment yeah that was my favorite part about it especially so my my roommate tom who um had the room to himself we moved in on the same day he was also a hospitality major and he's 23 he's either 23 or 24 i think he's 24 
So he's been in it for a while. He actually already did the college program once before. Mm -hmm. So this was his second time around. And he went through the same school that I plan on going to when I move back to Florida. So him, like being able to hear all the stuff from him, having worked for Disney already, being in the same school that I want to, the insight that I was able to get from him was more valuable than probably anything I learned working with Disney. Oh, wow. Damn, so I, I could not have been happier to have a roommate like him. Mentor of sorts. Uh, God bless Tom. Are you yeah. still in contact with him? Oh yeah, uh, he he's, he became like an older brother to me. Like oh, we, wow. we got near. super close. That's good. good. And he actually has a place for me to stay uh, whenever I move there. Nice. So he's awesome. To hear. Uh, awesome. He's absolutely amazing. So that's Brayden's time in Florida. And just to jump in on this before we keep going, if you haven't noticed, Brayden and I have wiped our foreheads with towels a couple times since this has gone on. I left my towel on the other side of the table, so that's why I'm not. We're but we're chilling. We're back where we started. When we started Mix and Match last year in August, I believe, yeah. we started sweating our asses off in this garage. And we're back <laughs> sweating our asses off in this garage recording for y'all. But I could not be happier about sweating my ass off in this garage. <laughs> it, it Honestly, like, I was talking to them about this earlier, but it just it doesn't feel real that we're back. Because I, I, was, I, I told them, but I told my mom, that I was going to record tonight. And she was like, y'all are, y'all are still doing that? I was, I was told her, yeah, I didn't die. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> just took a little hiatus. It was never our intention to leave for so long. I mean, obviously, Braden left in January to go down to Florida, as he just d- detailed. But Muhammad and I had full intentions of recording weekly while he was gone. And as we released an episode in March, I believe, titled The State of the Union, describing why we had v- vanished for a month. And that was the last episode we released, and that was, what, four months ago? It was, like, February or March. Yeah, so we've been gone for a long time, and I know that each of us have our reasons for our disappearances, but it's in no way for the lack of us wanting to record. It's, we have, I have, you can go back and look through the Mexamatch group message, and we have been constantly trying to arrange some sort of uh, reunion. And we even added a new person that will remain unnamed, but we did add a new person that will be here shortly. But, and, uh, but no, it's just been crazy. I've been traveling like insane. I've been moving around a bunch, and I released a statement in May or something. Yeah, I feel so, like it was just last month. Yeah, but saying basically that I had a lot of personal shit come up, and that prevented me from being in Dallas for long periods of time. And... That kind of sucked for a while because I was bouncing around all over the place. I managed to work my way into getting a girlfriend throughout all of that, though. So, you know, silver linings. But shout out, Emma. But, um, Muhammad, you detail a little bit as to what you've been going what, – what's been going on with you and everything. So, uh, I mean, I've kind of had just personal stuff going on as well, you know, just figuring out things for the fall. Uh, this time has made it a bit difficult and just – it's um, projected a lot of uncertainty, I guess, because, I mean – there are chances that it could possibly get worse, but obviously I'm not going to harp on that. Uh, But yeah, I just, I've had a lot of stuff come up as well. Um, My family was trying to be as precautious as possible towards the beginning. And so I wasn't really able to do much outside. And so it just truly wasn't feasible at the time to continue this. Obviously we weren't like, we, it was more along the lines of putting a pin in this rather than just completely ending it. And uh, I mean, it was just very poor timing because we all really wanted to do this. And especially having Braden back, we were just really excited. But then stuff ended up getting progressively worse. Yeah. I mean, I got back in March. And yeah. we're just now recording in June. 
at the end of June. <laughs> and if so, that doesn't like highlight the insanity that has been the past few months uh, yeah. for everything. I mean, yep. because I mean, all honesty, when COVID started and everything started rolling out, everybody was just scared as hell. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. It was, I, mean, and I mean, yeah. for good reason too. Everybody was just precautious. You know, yeah. I mean, it was stay stay away. People from are still scared as hell. They should be. I mean, I mean, look at Texas right now, but whatever. But <laughs> I, I, picked up, I picked up two hobbies during that time. I am now a golfer and a skater. And I couldn't be more proud Talk, of the golf and you, the skating, for that matter. You quite literally tried to take the most two polar opposite things to balance out. Because, well, I, mean, I mean, a golf, a golf cart has wheels, so it's so a skateboard. So in, in some sense, there are parallels. Yeah. I bet you could you could try to figure out a way to fashion a skateboard to, like a push, to a push cart. On a go- have you ever yeah. seen a push cart for a golf bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you could just walk the course, but skateboard the course. I could, I could, I could ollie. Just That's the dream. That. But uh, no, I've I got a longboard a couple months ago. Like I want to say the end of 2019. And so I mean I've been meaning to get a skateboard because I want to do more than just cruise. I wanted to learn how to do tricks and you know be a be a, tr- a true skater boy. Yes, sir. And so uh, <laughs> I ended up building one of those, and I've been casually just trying to progress my skating skills i can now do an ollie while moving i'm very proud of that okay there uh, we go progress but yeah that and then golfing uh i i went to a driving range with my buddies a little while ago and i was like damn dude this is so fun and i was like i i need to get into this and so one of my friends uh had a pair of clubs that he bought but then he didn't end up liking them and so he said that he would sell them to me for a 100 bucks and i was like Sure, I'm I officially could, outnumbered in golf fans. I on could this not be happier. <laughs> golf, golf is so fun though. Cole is just so bad at it and oh, doesn't no, want really to I, I'm try god to awful, get good but at it. I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm. I can't. I, I like. Okay, I'm super excited to just be like a little personal coach for Muhammad yeah. over here because I, I've been golfing for probably like three years now since I started since I started working at my first job at the golf course, and to see like where I've come from that and just kind of self teaching myself watching videos getting a feel for it i i want i want to transfer all that to my boy mohammed over here and just see his progress there are two there are two absolutes in life that i've learned in these past few months one there's nothing more satisfying than seeing a trick that you've been wanting to attempt and like successfully landing it and just hearing the Uh boards hit the ground and just feeling that satisfaction and then two it's that sweet hit of the ball with your golf club man when you know it's like just the perfect amount of just power and accuracy and you just hear that little whiff it's, it's beautiful when you absolutely it makes a grown man cry when you absolutely stripe a golf club it is the best feeling in the world and that's why it's so addicting yeah because you know it's so hard and you know you don't do it most of the time most of the time you're hitting i've done it, it like once though. most of the time you're hitting it way shorter than it should be or you're hitting it way further than it should be yeah and when you just hit it perfectly, it's the best feeling in the world. And then from then on, it's just the chase. It's this, just the chase of trying to get that better, that better shot and that best shot. And it's never going to be the best. You can, like, even if you hit a great shot, it could still be better. It could still yeah. go in the hole. <laughs> so, like, you're I was about to say, what do you call a hole of one? <laughs> you're constantly chasing that best shot, and that's, that's why it's so easy. When I went on the course, I mean, it's not that impressive, but I was very proud of myself. I hit a bogey. Very proud. Dude, bogey golf is the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. To bogey every hole, that's like that's that shooting means. in the it's 80s. One over par. Okay. Yeah, that's shooting in the 80s. Yeah. So, and for reference, professionals shoot in the 60s on their good days. That's how they win tournaments. Generally, they shoot par, which is 70 to 71 to 72. So, if you shoot in the 70s, you're a great golfer. If you shoot in the 80s, you're a decent golfer. If you shoot in the 90s, you're an average golfer. If you shoot in the 100s, 
you're me. Most golfers, on if we're being completely honest, but you're not great. And but if you it's shoot still fun. The thousands, you're right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm glad that everybody's picking up hobbies and like having fun and whatever. I mean, to be honest, I'd, I'd prefer people who weren't taking golf up. But you know, you're not killing people. It's fun. Have good, have a good time. I, I will eventually play golf with the two of you, and you can watch just how atrociously bad I am. You've seen how atrociously I bad have, I have. I have. I mean, which ironically enough, it was in the middle of the night on a golf course. <laughs> true, that is that is also true. I mean, you've been to Top Golf with me though, and I was no better there than I was. No. <laughs> did we, we really go to Top Golf together? We, we did go to Top Golf together. I don't remember. You this, would I'm sorry. Roast, Wait, oh you yeah, we did. The shit out of me for I how I turned now. my foot. Yeah, yes. bro. One of my one of my buddies is that was so, so much fun. one of my buddies is so damn good. Uh, shout out Clayton. He literally hits the fucking back wall every goddamn time and it pisses me off. And it's so it's so satisfying watching him golf <sighs> at top at uh, top golf or yeah. just a driving range. Well, both. Okay. And so I mean, he's a, he's a really good golfer, and so it's just like I want to get myself to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I one mean, day I will. I I don't know this this break has been interesting. Of I guess what's been going on since Mix and Match stopped because. I'm trying to remember exactly where I was at, like when it all happened. I know the last time I talked about, uh, or we were on the podcast, I talked about how I was thinking about becoming a pilot. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I did. I update it in that podcast that I said. I, yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that was the thing. But anyways, uh, I was gonna go to A&M, so Texas A&M University and College Station, and then yeah. I decided that wasn't a good idea, and so I wasn't sure where I was gonna go. But I'm gonna go to UNT now, which is University of North Texas, in Denton, which like. That should be fun. More. They call it the Little Austin. Yeah. I Little mean, Austin <laughs> of the North. I don't know. My whole thing with A&M was I just didn't want to spend all of my time hating where I was. Bro, so. I was telling you that from day one. And that uh, and that's why, like, when you first, when you called me and said, okay, where should I go? Where, where, A&M or UT, UNT? I was like, UNT. You're not going to be happy in College Station. You are going to be around people who are like you in UNT. You are going to be 100% happier there. Okay, tell and me if you that, agree that's with That's why this. I'm glad you, you reached that decision. Tell me if you agree with this. He looks like someone who would go to A&M, but when you know him, you would understand that he would not ever want to that go there. That could not be a truer statement. I hate that I look like I should go to A&M. Damn. That's like well, I mean, I mean, to an extent. It's because when I met you, you were wearing chubbies and sparies, and so I, I really had no other perception of you. <sighs> okay. Like lately, since he's bought you. a lot of Thrashers you and multiple lately, pairs of Vans, since this has been like not been going on. Well, and, now you're okay. On the, I mean, now you're, you're, on you're on the, really developing. Now you're now. on the e boy binge, you know, getting rings <laughs> and chains. E-boy binge. I do have chains and rings and shit, so I guess you got a good point there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been told that several times that like I look like the stereotype of what A and M students should be. Yeah. And one of our, me and Muhammad's great uh, friends, Preston specifically said that like that was the last place that he would ever see me going yeah and so i don't know it just felt like the right decision to not go there and then for the purposes of keeping mix and match alive too it was just it was convenient for me to be in the same area so mix and match hopefully should be around for a while it will be no the last few months have been crazy i mean i started out literally immediately after the fact uh i started staying home for like two weeks and then honestly I don't want to talk about it forever because I know people don't like hearing shit like this, but uh, a lot of like my time spent off of this has been with my uh, with Emma, and uh, so like at the beginning of everything, it was just me going to Lubbock at first, and then like I got back and may have actually gotten the coronavirus from going to Lubbock like the first time because I was super like super sick for like twelve to ten days, ten to twelve days. And like I'm talking like a hundred and three degree fever, like literally hundred and three degree fever. 
I wasn't coughing because it hadn't gotten to my lungs or anything like that yet. But I, I like was shaking, like, body aches. I was like body aches, shaking. I like couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't eat or drink anything too, which was weird. Like anything I drank would burn like the hell out of my chest. And anything I ate, I would throw up. So it was just a really violent cycle that was not good for me. But like I got out of that. And then I went right back to Lubbock, and then I've been kind of doing that back and forth since Vice, and then throw in San Antonio and a couple other places. And then I went to Colorado for my 21st, and that was absolutely amazing. Like, if there's one place I could recommend you travel, it's Colorado. And I loved that. It was in Colorado Springs. We had a great time there. But I've been busy for as much as I haven't been doing anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't been doing anything necessarily worth a lot of time or anything like that but i've just i've been busy but uh yeah. unemployment has been gracious in terms of been able to sustain it doesn't my feel life. real i remember whenever cole told me to, uh, whenever he first applied he told me to and i was skeptical about it because i didn't really know much about it and then he was saying that he was racking in about 1200 bucks every week every or every two, two weeks week, every yeah. two weeks and i was blown away and so i i I decided you know i'll check it out myself and then a couple weeks later i ended up with like 1300 in my savings and it just doesn't feel real well yeah i mean i remember when it started no one expected it to be what it was because they passed a like a stimulus bill and when they did that it added like an extra 600 dollars cushion to everybody's unemployment check and so when i applied for thank you u.s government yeah (laughs) shout out senate but um when I initially applied, I thought I was going to be getting like $70 a week, which yeah. like isn't anything crazy. It was just something that I did as almost like a formality to like, I don't know, buy Call of Duty skins. But I did it to stay afloat. And then they realized that like, you know, we're going to give you guys a bajillion dollars. And that was unexpected, but nice. But no, the last few months have been crazy. I've had, I've honestly like all things considered for as much shit that I went through for the past few months, I've had a great time. Like, if I'm being completely honest, man, and, I mean, y'all may have different opinions about this, but as shitty of a year as this has been, there are silver linings. Because, I mean, people are going to look back and be like, damn, we really did get, like, two free months of vacation that we'll, like, never have again. And so I it's just didn't. like, I don't, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I've, like, been, I've been in essential work in this whole time. Like, okay, literally, well. I got back on a Wednesday, and the next Saturday, I got a job. <laughs> I got Dang. a job delivering pizzas at the old uh, Italian restaurant I used to work at last summer. And so I'm back doing that again. And I've been working a lot. I'm, I'm working like every day now. Yeah. And But I, I like that. I like being able to keep busy. Though it might be that. nice like chilling at home making that much money. I'm making around the same, if not more, doing what I'm doing. So I'm happy. It gets me out of the house. gets me working. And that's like... That's just what I like to do. I like to work. Thank it you for your makes service. makes me happy. Well, we Thank need you. you. Remember the stat that I told you, that delivery drivers are, like, one of the most dangerous jobs in America. Which, so. yeah. I mean, kind of makes sense to an extent, but also I'm delivering in the suburbs of Bedford and Hearst, so it can't be the most dangerous thing in the world. Well, yeah. Cole, Cole and I were fortunate in, you know, leave of our lifeguarding duties. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I've, I was trying to take advantage of that time as much as I could because I knew I wouldn't get it back because it wouldn't last forever. And so, I mean, I was able to catch up on a bunch of movies I hadn't seen. I was able to play a bunch of video games. I read. I taught myself how to juggle. I'm very proud of that. Oh, you finally did that. Yeah. I remember we, we had a podcast. You Damn, talked you about you and a friend <laughs> uh, juggling, or maybe yeah. it wasn't on a podcast. Or just... And so, you know, I, I ended up wrapping up that 
that chapter of my life. You know, I opened it back in junior year of high school and I closed it like a couple months ago. I thought it was really funny when you first started talking about it. It was like, yeah, you start off with one. I was so confused. And, and then we, you just got on to two before you got on to three and then you had to leave or something well, like yeah, no, that. I FaceTimed Cole and I, I put the phone on my dresser and I said, give me a second. And then I just started doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's incredibly awesome. Like, it's like nuts, though. Every like few times I would talk to him, he would find something new that he was like interested in and just wanted to learn like immediately. I love that, and it was so cool. But I mean, which is like awesome because I know we had a conversation towards the beginning of the whole yeah. thing where we were like, "Well, if there's ever a time to learn things, you know." Like, although I did, I will say I, that was more towards the back half of the severe quarantine i guess more towards the beginning i was the most laziest piece of shit on the planet like it's been hard to not be i rem- i, I ragged time. on this guy for his sleeping schedule but i shit you not i was falling asleep around 8 a.m every day and then i would wake up at about 3 p.m yeah i mean all fairness throughout this entire time people have adopted my sleep schedule and i seemingly have adopted theirs <laughs> like, I, it yeah, I don't know itself. i don't know what happened with me and cole but like i would he would rag on me for going to sleep around like 12 or 1 every night which is fairly reasonable waking up at 10 you, you can be a little pr- productive throughout the day like a normal and human then, being and then all of a sudden just switched i'm i'm now like not falling asleep until like 4 or 5 a.m not waking up until 1 or 2 p.m and now Cole's going to sleep at like 8.30. It hits 12.30, and I'm like, eh, I could use a little sleep well, I, right I don't know what kind of like connection we've developed. Like, We are only able to act as the exact polar opposite uh, of the other person. I, yeah, I don't know you what know how is women, up with You know that. how like women's like, uh, cycles, yeah, yeah. cycles <laughs> just switch? That's literally what happened with well, all no, of they, us. They, they synchronize. So yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. the opposite of that. Instead of us syncing yeah. sleeping schedules, we've just stopped them. He dropped his phone. Yeah, I do that a lot. But no, I mean, it's it's been a crazy few months, to say the very least. I mean, 2020's obviously been an absurdly long, drawn-out, nightmare-fuel-level fever dream. But yeah. that aside, <laughs> the I, I have managed to have my fun throughout the few months that I've been displaced and moving around a bunch and bouncing back and forth between locations. It's just been... There's been some fun to be had, regardless of how shitty the world is right now. But, yeah, I mean... I'm really glad that we're getting this back up and moving, to be honest, because we it had been a constant fight. That's like the thing that I've like tried to describe, I guess, mm. is like every time I was back in town, it was like, how do you all feel about this day? And then by the time that day would come around, I would not be in town anymore. And it was just kind of a cycle of like repeated attempts to get people in the studio and or in the studio and <laughs> back in and hanging out. And it just it wasn't working. And so like the fact that we're even sitting down right now and recording it's nuts. I, mean, I, yeah. I am absolutely euphoric right now <laughs> being back here. And I, I, we were kind of talking about, like, I don't know if it's going to be weird. Uh, like, if it's going to feel weird recording again. I don't know if I'm going to, like, be comfortable or just not know what to say. But I could not. I've never been more comfortable in the past, like, three months than I am right now recording with y'all, recording for y'all. And i'm just happy i'm so happy right now i mean it was essential because i have some uh quarrels to squash with you motherfucker no uh, takashi 69 no takashi 69 okay the super bowl has know. arrived is a much more Muhammad? fundamental artist 
than the Beatles could ever imagine okay. to be. You are okay, okay. absolutely out of your fucking mind. I'm, I'm okay. sorry for the ear To rape. your corner, to your corner, let's keep this volume easy, okay? The debate on the table today developed a month or so ago. I tweeted out something to the effect of Takashi 69 is... B- oh, no, this is better. Okay. My girlfriend tweeted out that I said Takashi 69 is better than the Beatles. I defended that statement, and so did Muhammad. And I called both of them absolutely insane. Like, and so on this day, on whatever June day this is, and I have no, it's twenty something. On this day, we will debate. <laughs> so Present, tell, tell okay. me how many how many Instagram live viewers did the Beatles have? Yeah, yeah. Okay, zero. You know how many times? You know how many times? Half of the Beatles are dead. Okay, that's not my fault. Takashi Six and the Six Nine is alive. I'm not six okay. nine's alive. What you gonna six, do? Six, six nine didn't get murdered hey, in New York. Is is, is Takashi six nine a knight? No, Paul McCartney is. Okay. I don't have a response to that one. But Ringo Starr, cool motherfucker. They're not part of Treyway. I don't know what Treyway is. First of all, whatever that is, I've heard it a lot. It's in his songs. Treyway. I don't know what Treyway is. I do know that there's an Abbey Road, there's a Penny Lane, there was somebody named Eleanor Rigby. I know that I get super happy when I listen to the Beatles. Did the Beatles? I know that she was did the just Beatles 17. Feature Bobby Do you know Shmurda what I mean? From prison? Do the Beatles have no? But any they wrote songs, songs for the Nicky Roller Minjaj? Stones. Okay, I'm I'm not saying that the Beatles are culturally uh, as important, significant. significant today. Okay, I'm saying or ever they have laid a, a foundation for today's music. Music would not be the same today if it wasn't for the Beatles. And they'll say the same thing about 6 9 25 years from now. Touring has never been the same. They, they started the first stadium tours, like massive stadium tours, with screaming girls all over the place, not even be able to keep up with the crowds. They're having to scream at the top of their lungs just to be six able to nine, hear themselves nine, over the crowd. 6 9 is for music as to what Benjamin Franklin was for electricity. Right. It's a fundamental component that would not exist without that individual. I, d- I do want to, like, respond I, to that. <laughs> what the elephant in the room is, is that I really hope that this is just, like, a big joke, a big fuck you to me because I, I like the Beatles and y'all are just messing with me because, you know, 6 9 and all his Instagram live viewers versus Have you not I- heard Fifi? The icon. Okay, Fifi's not a bad song. There, all right, my case case closed. <laughs> but Billy, I Gummo, Gooba, Toddy, stupid trolls. Okay, that song's trash. Trolls is trash. It has Nicki Minaj. I've never in heard. It. I don't know I've how it's number one it. on the, hey, tra- my on girl, the charts. It has my girl Nicki in it, bro. Trolls is trash. Capital but T. I, I just want to say, I really hope, like deep down, that y'all are joking about this. I'm not. But there is su- there's there's the fear in the back of my head that y'all are completely serious about this, and I don't, and I I respect y'all both as like decent music lovers, decent music lovers like y'all have good taste in music. But this is the most disappointed I have ever been in y'all, because if you can't fuck with the Beatles, I don't know how you have an interest in music or have just appreciation for it. I want it on the record. How that- like how low does your IQ have to be? To okay. want to hear, I, okay, okay, I, I should have okay, said that. I should have okay, said that. Okay, but Mister lives in the 1960s. You want to hear a scream, like a, a scream rap, bad word, every every other word. Not he just I, called out a rapper for using curse words. I'm not. But I'm. I'm just talking about rap in general. I'm. I'm not saying rap is a bad genre. It's a. It's a fun genre. 
but it's there's like I, there's no depth to it. Is there is there depth? Okay, not okay, not all rap right. in general. Is all there right. any depth to Takashi right, right. Six We're going to war. All right, buddy. Is there any depth to Takashi Six Nine's music? To war. That's what I want to know. I would argue, and it's not on rap. I I like rap. I, are you I have a rap playlist of okay, rap music. Okay, okay, wait. All seriousness, I'm joking. Okay, yeah, it's a joke. Fuck, fuck Six Nine. But are you being? Are you talking about in rap overall? There's no depth. No, I I'm going back on that. There's okay. no depth in Takashi. I was about, I was about music, to reach across the yes, table and I, slap the shit out of the, you. Man. The second I said that, I started going through like J Cole songs, Travis songs, all Kanye songs, Even all that, of it, man. Just like from the beginning, Kendrick, a lot, N.W.A. Yeah, I I got you, Dr. Dre, all of them, Tupac, lots of depth in his songs. I I'm sorry, I should not have said that. We have an official I, I, my 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 beef is with Takashi Six Nine. Not rap in general, but I do want to tell you that the happiness that it brings me to be listening to the Beatles regularly is undescribable. The adrenaline I, it brings me to listen to Six Nine and even and, and even and at any given point of the day. I'm not denying I'm not denying the adrenaline that I get from from listening to Six Nine either. But like as a kid, I, I was really into the Beatles. I, I listened to all sorts of stuff like on YouTube, just on YouTube, like watching different videos and different concerts of theirs. And I kind of like came off of it, mm-hmm. listened to other things, different classic rock, started getting into rap, all this stuff. And like recently, I I started listening to them again and just like reliving old memories of hearing these songs. And I made a massive like 75 song playlist just of Beatles songs. And then like there's more songs in that playlist of when the Beatles broke up and they, they all did like their solo careers. And it's it it's just incredible. You know there are arguments that you can win, and there can there are arguments that you can lose. When it's two v one, do y'all do, uh, <laughs> to the listeners? Do y'all understand how difficult it is for me to have conversations when it's both of them against me? I'm sure like it, it would even be hard if I had one of y'all against me, and it was just the other one against the two of us. If me and Muhammad were trying to go against Cole, it would be equally as hard because it's just me. Any of y'all's <laughs> opinions against me are y'all just have more valid, not more valid. I want that. Fuck. I want that recorded. <laughs> no, no. Put on paper. Remember that moment when because, he said that our arguments are more valid than his own. I mean, okay. you said on it. the basis you of me, dug your own grave on the basis and of jumped my, inside. On the basis of my like opinions and takes on things being more kind of old school. I'm I'm liking music from the '60s. I listen to country music. I like country dancing. It's not very; not, those aren't very modern. I'm being honest. Hip I truly things. don't see anything wrong with that. I just like playing along and antagonizing you. I see so, everything wrong with it, and he should be condemned for liking. There country we go. Music. Country, there we truly, go. country truly is not that bad. It truly is. It really is. It though. really is. And I will go back to the argument Bro, that I just love to Cody dance. Cody Johnson, to it. diamond in my pocket, man, fire. Can you name one other Cody Johnson song? Uh, I can't even name a Cody Johnson song. There's one that I cannot <laughs> think of at the moment. However, I have listened to it. But okay, okay. O- old school like Brooks and Dunn, George Strait, Florida Georgia Line. Not Maybe Florida Georgia Line. My man Mason Ramsey. Hey, I I I like Mason you know, Ramsey because he sings some old songs. Twang he, is he a great sings song. That, he sings that. Uh, He's also a feature on Old Town Road. Yeah. Now you that's got, country. Music. You ain't got no giddy up, giddy up my way. That's the hardest line of that year. I I can't deny that at all. <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. No, I'm I'm 100% serious with you. That was Should we make the just intro to this episode just Old Town Road? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we already have a pretty decent intro lined up and we we know that. I which can't even remember you, what, you will have what heard was it? already. Does anyone know what this. our intro was? 
It was oh portals. That's right. It was portals. Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Which, if you don't know, that's, that's so perfect. I wish we had like a massive animating team to like Photoshop us all onto each individual. Like that's Muhammad. <laughs> One day. Okay. If you understood how difficult it is for him to make no. our videos now. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if I remember how to make them at this point. It's gonna be a trial and error. Is it thing not like anyone. riding a bicycle? <laughs> no. Oh boy, this is gonna be an interesting one. I'm glad that it's worked that we've rolled so smoothly so far because it has felt very natural despite having not recorded for so long. Yeah, and this is probably a conversation to have probably off the podcast when we're done recording. But I mean, it might be fun for our listeners to listen to our feedback on the yeah. podcast during the podcast. Yeah, we're, yeah. You know what? We're just giving our reviews of your reviews right now. So. <laughs> no, but like I, this video. Yeah, like subscribe, and we're gonna continue. Fo- follow on Spotify. Follow on iTunes. Yeah, with, now that we're done promoting ourselves, we're going to continue with the episode. But, okay, if there's one thing that you can say that you want to do for the fall, let's say that the world opens up and that the fall is somewhat operational. What's your goals now? Country dancing. God Get back to it. Billy Bob's. Going to, going to concerts. So, oh, kind, con- kind of similar. Murdering Brayden. Con- <laughs> concerts would be, like, kind of scary with all those people. Like, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I, so I, it would, it's probably going to take me, I'm like, saying I'm looking forward to those whenever yeah. the world is safer. Yeah. I, be, I, I mean... I'm not. I don't even know if I'll be comfortable going to movie theaters. But dude, I miss them so much. Yeah, I haven't been to. I literally have not seen a movie in theater since Uncut Gems. I, I wow. I, I saw. Think, I saw I 1917 think, in January. Yeah, yeah I saw that, 1917. That nice. I think that was. I saw that twice, and so the second time I watched it, I believe that was the last time I went to the theaters. It's just crazy. I wanted to see Sonic the Hedgehog too, man. I was so pissed. This the time is like, it's just weird because. It, Overall, it feels like it's been such a short time, really. Like, yeah, it's honestly, July soon. The, like, the, when y'all will be listening to this, it's July. Like, which is like bizarre in some extent because I understand that each individual day for a while felt really long. Mm-hmm. Like the lockdown at first, like the first few weeks, like it felt like forever. I mean, yeah, because we we're just home. Yeah, it was new and it was fresh and like for some version of it, it was like the first time for a lot of us, I'm sure, that you had had that much free time in oh, yeah. several years, and so. For, at the very beginning, it felt very long, but like looking back on it, it's almost July, and like it feels like a blink of an eye. Yeah. So it's just been a very weird, like transitional period, kind of. I don't think college students have ever appreciated homework more than oh. they did during <laughs> the quarantine, like actually having something to do and focus on. Rather My than GPA just favored staring at a blank favored wall. that that uh, lockdown, dude. Yeah. I mean, the transition to online. I mean, personally. I hate online courses just because the type of learner I am, I prefer to be in person and mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm more of a visual person. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Or kinesthetic, whatever you call it. That's and insane. so it was kind of crappy trying to transition to that just because I am very irresponsible with just doing things that are of the essence. Not alone in that yep. one. You know? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it, I think all of us are on and the so same. Board just we all subscribe difficult. to the same channel. Yep. <laughs> it is very difficult for me. And so, I mean, just being able to open up Quizlet while I'm, playing Fortnite and trying to knock this quiz out in like 15 minutes it was very convenient <laughs> yeah i mean sh- by the way shout out our uh media writing professor jocelyn tatum yeah hero hero yeah we we caused her a lot of problems due to our own laziness yeah. but in the end she ended up coming clutch for us and she is a genuine human being and we thank you for your Service. existence yeah that too i mean it's just been nuts by the way i want to shout this out real quick because i just thought of it show the camera what your hair looks like right now and just so you can go back in comparison as to what it looked like before, this man's hair is beautiful. It is beautiful. Just, like, shake it out. Just give him a get, 
beautiful. This this man is majestic. The most like awesome locks you've ever seen. I'm going just, for the Jesus Just for the look. record, today was like the first time I've seen Muhammad since the last time recorded. Before I saw last before time Florida. you said my, your my hair will be longer. Yeah, and I I, I said I like I would be the most excited for that. And the first thing I commented on when I saw you was your hair and how much I love it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> and which you. Cole, Cole so kind of hated on me for that. We, I'm th- kinda, we thank you for I it. I kind of don't like Cole's long I'm hair right now. I'm growing out my hair. And, and Brayden is Muhammad's like an open advocate for me cu- cutting it. And he hates everything about my long hair. <laughs> but, so I was kind of like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Like, one, one thing that we the support at? <laughs> one thing we're all on the same page on, we're all growing hair out. Uh, Muhammad grew mm. out his hair. Cole's growing out his hair. I'm growing out some facial hair. I've got I don't, I don't some know length. It's I don't know if it's coming here. up on Leave camera right now, but I've got a little stash. Dude, little, I'm so annoyed because I here. have the beard coming in, but it's just irritating because the little side divots here just yeah. do not fill in yet. Yeah, I have the beard coming in, It doesn't in look too. bad, though, I don't know because if you guys can else tell. This is, about, this is about 21 years of not shaving. <laughs> well, I made, I made fun of Cole had a little Sharpie mark under his lip <laughs> the other day. Of, of hair. He FaceTimed me, and I, I saw <laughs> it, and I was just thinking, what the hell? <laughs> I just hadn't shaved. It's not something that I had there intentionally. Like, I just hadn't shaved. And, like, it was just cute. I just had to comment on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He, he, like, what was your fucking comment? Like, is that some pepper on your chin? Yeah. I, I thought it was, like, Sharpie marks. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. No, it was ink. Emma I said likes ink. It. Emma likes it. I don't think she, she does. No, I shit you not. She actively that, asks me to not shave. Hey, I would say it's better than your ghost skin. Yeah, I'm white as shit, too. I don't know. I don't got a lot going for me on complexion. <laughs> and I was telling them, I truly think that for me, it is the biggest flex to be born brown. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sorry if, you, if y'all are uh, listening to this and you feel offended because, you know, you have to tan in order to look like me. So, uh, yeah, we're, so, we're I mean, sitting here like during our free time during quarantine. We can, ta- we can tan. We can, we can sit out in the sun, get a little dark. Hopefully, look a little bit better doing that. I just have to wake Mah- up. Muhammad just has to wake up. He just had to be born to be like that. We've got to work for days. Shout out to Melanin. get to where he's in. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna hate that I can't grow facial hair. Like, I don't know if that's ever gonna be I something. I think for that, you, like, it's just something you gotta just try at. You know. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's what like, I did. I when- truly, I truly think that if you just. I mean, bear with it as, as shitty you, as it may look. I haven't shaved for like two to three weeks before. Okay, but you gotta do it longer. It than looks that. You, pretty fucking you, terrible. You have to do it for like over a month. When I when I first started growing this in, which I didn't start growing this in until after I got back from Disney because they had the strict facial hair yeah. like rules. Um, so when I got back, I just kind of let it grow in. It grows in really spotty and nasty at first, but then it gets thicker, and you just shave around the the splotchy stuffs that aren't thick. And it ends up looking kind of decent. And high so school, you, you just gotta trust dis- the process. In high school, mine looked disgusting. And I mean, this this may sound weird, but I'm, if I'm being honest, I think just like as you get older, it will eventually come in better. Oh because, well, no. Which I mean, that's just given. My <laughs> my dad can grow some version of a goatee and like facial hair and a beard and whatnot. So like, I imagine at some point it'll kick in. But like, am I gonna be like the silver fox at that point where I just? Bro, my dad grew <laughs> like my dad grew the sickest quarantine beard, and I was, I I. I've never seen him with a beard in person in my life. Like, I've seen photos of him from the past. And so just seeing it in person, it was just mind-boggling. And he grew a pretty damn good beard. And then he shaved it, and I was so mad. Okay. That's awesome. Now, go my, ahead. My dad's, my dad's got the silver fox going on. Yeah. He's got the gray beard. Yeah. He's got the silver he's in looks, his hair. My dad's really wise, but it just, like, amplified it yeah. tenfold. <laughs> I swear, gray hair just gives you like power. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, honestly, I don't yeah. know what I don't know what like chemical it releases into your brain, but you just inherently become more wise. <laughs> you one one kind of crazy thing. I don't know if I 
like want to get into this on the podcast, but I, I'm, I'm a Christian. I go to church regularly and my, my church's pastor, mm-hmm. he's had like full on completely white, like silver hair since he was like 28 or something like that. And I don't know if it's like, it's bizarre. like some, some wisdom from God kind of thing, or <laughs> I, I really just don't, I don't Lead know what it is. <laughs> he, but, he, he walked out into the, uh, <laughs> into like a field in Tibet. But it's, like, it's, I mean, it's just the craziest thing. He has had like completely full white hair since he was like late twenties, early thirties. Well, have y'all heard of, uh, like if you get scared, like insanely bad, it can turn your hair follicles white. Like instantaneously. That's kind of cool. Have you guys ever heard that before? I've never heard of Damn. that. But, I mean, that's a cool I've fact. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I want to fact check it because I, I feel mean, like I don't know how real that is. But what, if that ever were to happen to Whether me, it's just like a phrase that I'm just curious says, what the like, hell would have to happen to me in order for that to occur. Yeah, you'd have to be like petrified. That'd so maybe some... he was very scared at one moment and that's just what happened when he was like 26. Maybe. <laughs> the fear of God. <laughs> yeah. Fear of God became man of God. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you were It's you like were, Batman, he's like scared of bats, so he adopts it as his symbol. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> Spider-Man being scared of spiders. No, like dead ass, like in the Iron Batman Man being scared of Batman Iron. begins, like his whole thing is like <laughs> I'm like afraid of bats and I want them to be afraid of me, so I'm I'm going to be the Batman. I haven't watched that. I'm afraid while, of so God, so they're going to fear me when I pass through the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of God, so I'm going to make sure no one else is. <laughs> So, Cole, you started to say something a second ago. I have no idea what I was saying. Very I, funny. What? That you just forgot. I don't know why that's that funny, but sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you, I, I, you were, like, trying to ask me a question, and I just oh, yeah. I was gonna, What I was going to say is, like, I bet you're waiting for the uh, looking looking like a 45-year-old silver fox look. Like, oh, I bet 100%. that's, like, your, your glory day is coming up on you. 100%. I am, like, my my personality, my, my mindset, it's... It's not the mindset or the personality of a 19-year-old. It's just not. Without a doubt. I, I am not in my glory days at all. I'm not going to be in my glory days until Bro, I'm like you've halfway already settled dead. with like two kids in like a backyard and Glorious. you know, you got a, like a porch already. That's just like how I view you right that, now. So yeah. It's just not bad. And that, it's just that's like, the that's goal. Like when, how... I, when I get to the point, that's when I'm going to be content. And even yeah. then, I probably won't be content because I'll just want more kids. Or like by then, I'll just want grandkids. How many kids do you want? I, so I've gr- I grew up with two sisters. Total of three kids in my family seemed like a pretty good work. I, I think three is the goal. Three is the goal. I if, think most I would ever have is four. But we've had the conversation about like me being one of very few Merino men in my family. So if I have three kids and they're all girls, I'm gonna have to keep going until I get a boy to get to continue on the name. So I have like seventeen. I mean, children. What, whatever God wills is how many kids I'm gonna hey, have. Shout out, girl dads. Yeah. And I would love to be a girl dad. Kobe was. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace, Kobe. No, I would. I, I have. I truly believe I am destined to be a, gr- a girl dad. With as many friends that I have that are girls and like how concentrated my friend groups always are around girls, it's like I just feel like I'm destined. Yeah, I, I, like I honestly wouldn't dad. mind if I had all girls. Oh, no, I'd love it. It'd be dope. I think it'd be so cool. Just I, mean, for, I feel like I would get so annoyed of my son at times and I would just want to like just slap the shit out of him for being a dumbass. Real quick. Because I'm a dumbass. Do any of us have brothers? Yeah. Okay, you have a brother? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I only have sisters. Cole only has sisters. I have an older brother. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. I was wondering about that. No, I mean, damn. Being a girl dad would be interesting, but like, you are just so built for being a 40-year-old. Like, <laughs> if, I, if I'm not a, a mid-30s baseball coach... I will have failed in life. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's that's kind of the whole 
no, I don't care what job I end up with as long as I'm able to spend time with my kids and provide for them. Like that's, that's my goal in life. I don't care if I'm unhappy in my job as long as I'm happy with my family. That's so, actually a pretty damn good I think that's like, pretty noble. things too, to be honest. Like, and thank you. If you there, I, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, without a doubt. No, I mean, and I mean, to be honest for like a I long, would hope you're a good dad for yeah, a no. long time. Yeah. That was like the name of the game too. Like, and I, I've just been absolutely blessed and enough to, to have like a wonderful couple parents. And I, I just being able to, for them to do what they've done for me. That's that's just all I, that's all I could it. ever hope to do for anyone. Yeah, and that's why like I'm in hospitality so I can help people and just be there for people, and then going from there to being there for my own family. And that's just yeah. that's just the ultimate goal. I, I, I don't mean to like get personal on this podcast, but how dare you get just personal me. on a podcast, you <laughs> asshole? No, honestly, we love getting personal with you guys. Like that's genuinely some of our favorite episodes. It's just being like super open hearted about everything. As like I know that everyone enjoys when we have like specific topics to talk about. And like I'm kind of sorry that for the uh, like first episode back, we don't have something like super fucking exciting to talk about. But we are all incredibly pumped to be back here. And the fourth person who is coming in in a couple weeks will absolutely be happy to be here. I mean, we're excited for him to be here. I mean. I'm ecstatic. It's going to be amazing. But the fact that we're recording right now, the fact that we've gone through this, the fact that we've even been able to make this episode has been amazing. The um, fact that I'm here in this chair sweating my ass off, like, I would not trade this for anything. Yeah, I mean, it's been... I wouldn't either. It's been nuts. I'm so happy to just be smiling across from these guys, see, seeing their faces, seeing them talk, listening to them, hearing it through, hearing my own voice through my headphones. It was a, it's a, It's a feeling that I thought... I, I wouldn't have never wouldn't have ever missed, and I couldn't be happier doing. I'm being completely again. honest. The biggest thing I was looking forward to is just bringing up the six nine thing. I know. Because I was looking forward to that for a very long time. I, I will encourage all of you to look me up on Spotify and listen to my Beatles playlist, Braden Max Zero Zero. Just it's called Best of the Beatles. Just there's like seventy something songs on there. Just go through and listen to a few, and just see see like see if you like them or not. Be, and just know how much they've done for the music world. If y'all want to hear better playlists, go to my Spotify, NinjaHam963. I highly suggest that y'all check that out. Is that actually your Spotify? Yeah. That's wow. <laughs> that's that's honestly pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wish I could. I wish I could rag on you for. Uh, that's good. Um, I wish I could rag on you for. Click it again. Sorry, we have Sorry. <laughs> multiple camera angles. And we're having some, uh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, I'm, I apologize. We have a little bit of technical difficulties on the other end. But um, I was honestly getting to that point anyways. But does anybody have anything else to say? Just listen to the Beatles, please. <laughs> I, I want, I want you all to – I want all of our viewers to be able to back me up because I don't have my co-hosts backing me up on this. So I need the help from the viewers – to be on my side and just flame these guys on Twitter, YouTube comments, everything, backing the Beatles against whatever Treyway is. I honestly do love the Beatles. I, I, I was just ragging on you. I actually started listening. Uh, I've been a little bit into them, but I started Pink Floyd today, and so I'm listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Dude, Very that opener, cool. opener track, I think it's called Speak Up or whatever. Dude, it's freaking amazing. How Okay. Do you uh my favorite song on that album is Time. Yeah. And just like the I've progression that. of that whole song is just absolutely beautiful. And same same with Money. And one of my buddies is just trying to get me more I'm trying to get more into just psychedelic rock. And yeah, so one of yeah. my buddy uh, one of my buddies just told me, yeah, is like 
gonna make me a playlist and so i know pink floyd is a good start for that bro let me know um you want me to sit there yeah. okay we're just trying to rearrange things guys it's a very rocky start at the moment i mean it's been a while so please excuse us the editing will be a bit strange so i apologize obviously i'm apologizing at the end so this truly doesn't matter so y'all are just gonna have to deal with it but well this, i mean it is better than the time that we just forgot to record a damn near half of the there episode. was one time yeah, where yeah, there's one was. time where i legitimately recorded the entire podcast in slow motion so i mean there <laughs> have been worse times i remember that because we tried to speed it up we, <laughs> yeah. was i here for that uh no no, no it was just it was just cole and i because we like he was like i recorded the thing in slow motion i was like well why don't we just like make it like faster and like he, we, we just spent like days like trying to figure out yeah. like a formula to like speed up the video enough to where it looked smooth and it yeah. just never worked so that is hilarious it's it's weird being in the seat i've never been in the seat yeah. before it makes me feel special. just know yeah. next episode will be better and we'll be more prepared but i mean we couldn't have asked for a much better time to get this started back up and i'm just more than happy that we're here that we're yeah, all here I again mean, th this is the return we're all super psyched to be back and i cannot wait for the next few weeks of, of more and more episodes and y'all are in for a treat whenever we bring on our new member he I, is gonna be full-time and just as big as a part as we are all in this and it's gonna be awesome y'all are gonna love it it's it's gonna be incredible all right i'm gonna hop on close us out that's about it okay after playing musical chairs a few more times i'm back all right so with that said, though, we love you guys. Please share this on Twitter. Reach out to your friends. Put it on Snapchat, Instagram, wherever you want to share it. We're coming out of the grave a little bit here. We've been dead for four months, so any type of sharing you can do would be greatly appreciated. Like Any suggestions, too, that y'all have for us, anything new you guys want us to do, just don't feel afraid or don't hesitate to let us know. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are always open for any kind of feedback. We want to be able to make this experience the best for y'all. We don't care about what we think. We, we're, we're here for y'all. All, All yeah. of the social media will be linked in the bio. So yep. check that out. Let us know. We love you guys. And this time we are back to stay. I we, swear to God we will not take a month or five months to record again. We will be back soon. I swear it. <laughs> I, uh, it's just been too crazy. But once again, we love you guys. We will see you next time. So happy Independence Day if you're listening to this on that day. Yeah, true. Thank happy you, guys. Yeah. See you next time on Mix and Match Radio.